Hi, I'm Guy Kawasaki. I am the creator of the Remarkable People podcast, which is the second best podcast in the world. The first being Ash Roy's Productive Insights Podcast. Welcome to the Productive Insights Podcast, where you can learn how to systemize, automate, and scale your business via the internet. To access previous episodes and useful productivity tips, go to www.productiveinsights.com. Now, here's your host. Ash Roy. Inbound versus outbound marketing strategy. Which one should you use for your consulting business and why does it matter? By the end of this video, you'll know the difference between the inbound and the outbound marketing strategy and why you should use one over the other for your consulting business to help you grow it. We'll also talk about how you can use one of these two strategies to help you grow your business effectively and why one works better than the other for consulting practices in particular. We'll also touch on how you can use a hybrid of the two strategies in some situations to help you to grow your reach quickly. So stay tuned. My name is Ash Roy. I'm the founder of ProductiveInsights.com and the host of the Productive Insights podcast. And this is episode 209. So what is the difference between inbound and outbound marketing? And why does the difference matter? Well, let's talk about why it matters first. It matters because it's important for most of us to understand that inbound marketing is something that is quite recent. And that has happened since Google came on the scene and created search and revolutionized product discovery through search. I'll explain more about that in a minute. But before Google came along, a lot of marketing that was done was very much above the line marketing where companies on Madison Avenue, they would call them madmen. They would advertise these massive brands. And a lot of advertising was brand advertising. And it was very one directional. It was from the company towards the consumer. And you had Coca-Cola and IBM and these massive brands. And they were very focused on pushing out their advertising, hence outbound marketing. Enter Google and everything turned on its head. People like you and I were able to search using Google and do product discovery and feature discovery and learn more about various products and services by proactively searching about the product. And a few years down the track, it's reached a point where approximately 70% of people do their search on search engines and make a decision to purchase a product before the company even knows about them, the company that is looking to sell the product. Content marketing is synonymous with inbound marketing. It's the process where you offer value upfront and you deliver some kind of a meaningful transformation to your consumer with the view to hopefully making a sale when they are ready to buy. So they may not make the purchase right there and then after they've consumed your content, but they might build a certain level of trust because they found your content useful. It was able to deliver some kind of a transformation. They might share it with their friends. And then down the track, they might purchase your product because you had built that bank of trust with them previously through your content. Outbound marketing typically involves the push process where you do Facebook ads. It's typically what is called pay-per-click advertising. Now you can do things like amplify your content using outbound approaches like targeted Facebook ads or Google ads and so on. And we can talk more about that later on. But for now, let's just understand this core principle. And that is 
Inbound marketing is about creating content, delivering value first, and drawing your customer down the buyer journey. And outbound marketing is about pushing out your message and trying to get them to buy there and then on the spot or relatively quickly. And it kind of assumes people are ready to buy at the point where you contact them. So let's dive a bit deeper and look at some more differences between inbound and outbound marketing. Okay, so as I explained earlier, inbound marketing is about delivering value first, whereas outbound marketing often looks to just make the sale and then the value is delivered after the purchase. Inbound marketing typically tends to be a longer term play and it's not like turning on a tap and just bringing clients in, or if you're in America, you would call it a faucet. Outbound marketing, on the other hand, is more of a short-term play and it does enable you to get customers relatively quickly. It's something that you can pretty much turn on and turn off. According to Bill Halligan from HubSpot, inbound marketing requires a lot of thought and intelligence and putting together a good, well-thought-through strategy, which draws a buyer through the buying process. And HubSpot defines the buying process in three stages as being awareness, consideration and decision stage. Awareness is when they're at the beginning of the buyer journey. Consideration is somewhere in the middle and decision stage is when they're about to make the purchase. So your inbound marketing approach requires you to create content that draws them through that awareness, consideration and decision stage. Outbound marketing, on the other hand, doesn't really focus on the three stages typically. It's really about making a sale and based on my personal experience, it appears to be getting increasingly expensive to make sales outbound, hence the phrase thick wallet required. Whereas with inbound, you need to have the capacity to think things through and really strategically create content. You need to make sure that you have a lot of money for pay-per-click type advertising, because as I said, costs appear to be rising across the board when it comes to pay-per-click advertising. Now, in terms of cost, Inbound marketing does cost you less in dollar terms, but keep in mind that you do need to play the longer game. So if you're thinking about the cost in terms of time, you'd probably pay more upfront in terms of inbound marketing. But according to HubSpot, the overall return on investment with inbound marketing tends to be lower than with outbound marketing. Inbound marketing can be perceived as non-scammy, and it tends to be a little bit more consultative. It's about delivering value first, as we explained up here in the first section here. And so it is perceived as more at the high end. And this is why it probably syncs well with the consulting approach and with a consulting business. It allows you to position yourself as an expert and allows you to offer your intellectual value and intellectual property and position you as a thought leader in your industry. Outbound marketing, on the other hand, is by definition interruption-based because you're advertising to people that are browsing on Facebook. On Google, sure, some of the ads are search-driven, and in those cases, they're not interruption-based. But if you are putting ads on YouTube, which is also a Google asset, the YouTube ads that you put on there are definitely going to be interruption-based and therefore disrupting the customer's normal experience. And so your outbound marketing approach doesn't cater to your potential customer or client, and therefore doesn't weave itself into their natural journey. Inbound marketing, on the other hand, is about using your brain 
and really thinking through the customer's journey and then creating tailored content that serves them at each of those three stages of their journey, which is the awareness, consideration, and decision stage. So those are the key differences between inbound and outbound marketing. Okay, so which approach should you use in your consulting practice and why? We've already touched on that in the last section, but let's look at it again a bit more closely. So should you use inbound or outbound marketing to grow your consulting practice? As I said before, because consulting services are typically positioned at the high end of the market and are consultative in nature, the selling has to be commensurate with the product. So I personally recommend an inbound marketing approach if you are trying to grow your consulting business. Creating high value content enables you to position yourself as an expert in your industry and allows you to present yourself as a thought leader, which then means that you're building an attraction-based system and your potential clients come looking for you rather than you reaching out to them. And this puts you in the position of a price maker rather than a price taker. Now, you can use a content amplification process to use outbound marketing or pay-per-click advertising to drive your content to more targeted customers, thereby increasing your reach. And this is the hybrid approach I was referring to earlier on. So while I do recommend using predominantly an inbound marketing approach for a consulting practice, I do think there is a place for using a hybrid approach where you use your pay-per-click ads to promote your content and get it out to more people that are more likely to then enter the buyer journey and make their way through the awareness, consideration, and decision process. And the purchase usually happens at the decision point of their journey. Okay, so now let's talk about how to go about implementing an inbound marketing strategy for your consulting business. So the first step is to map your buyer's journey, which is in three stages, the awareness, consideration, and decision stage. Now, there's an excellent article on HubSpot, which I'll link to in the show notes of this video and also in the blog post of this video, which I would like you to go and check out. So let's have a quick look at that particular article on HubSpot right now. So here's the article and it talks about what is the buyer's journey and it explains the three stages, the awareness stage, where the buyer realizes that they have a problem, the consideration stage, where the buyer defines the problem and researches options to solve it, and then the decision stage, where the buyer chooses a solution. So the idea is to create content at each of these three stages so that you can help the buyer to move from the awareness to the consideration to the decision stage, and they can move at their own pace. That way you're not putting pressure on them to make the purchase when you want them to make it, but rather when they're ready to make it. So they can pretty much self-serve through your content to find their way through the various stages of the buyer journey. Here are some questions you can ask at the awareness stage. How do buyers describe their goals or challenges? And you try and answer these questions. How do buyers educate themselves on these challenges? What are the consequences of an action, et cetera? What is the consideration stage? It's basically where they've defined their challenge and have committed to addressing it. The questions you can ask yourself are, what categories or solutions do they investigate? How do they educate themselves on the various categories? How do they perceive the pros and cons of each category? And then finally, the decision stage, where the buyers have decided on a solution category and questions you can ask yourself about the decision stage are, what criteria do buyers use to evaluate the various offerings 
and what do they like about the offering compared to various alternatives. So that's a quick overview of the awareness, consideration and decision stage of the buyer's journey and how you can create content around that process. I highly recommend going through that article and working through it and it will help you to create content for your ideal client who reaches out to you for your services and thereby puts you in the position where you are more of a price maker rather than a price taker. If you're reaching out to the client, it's more likely that you're going to be in the position of a price taker because you are positionally at a disadvantage. Whereas if your client is reaching out to you, they perceive you as the expert in your industry and you are positionally at an advantage and therefore more likely to be a price maker and thereby command higher prices. Okay, now let's talk about some of the biggest challenges I've seen people face when it comes to implementing the inbound strategy and how you can overcome these challenges. So one of the biggest challenges is understanding that the content marketing or inbound approach is very much a long-term game. It's not something that's going to get your results overnight. Putting together the strategy and the associated funnel, as explained in that HubSpot blog post, that matches your target audience's journey and isn't interruption-based takes time and effort. And it requires you to think things through. It requires you to actually empathize with your ideal client and create customized content for each process of the buyer's journey. Now, eventually, I believe that we pay for business growth with money or with time. Typically, when you're using money, you're using an outbound strategy, pay-per-click advertising, with the exception, of course, where you're doing things like content amplification. But with the inbound approach, you are mainly putting in a lot of time. Maybe it's not your time, and in that case, you would be spending money to get content creators to come in and create the customized content for your customer to help them find their way through the three stages of the buyer's journey. But in most cases, if you're a startup, you'll be paying with time and a lot of intelligence and attention to figure out how to create great quality content that really serves them. And of course, last but definitely not least, you need to take the time to deeply understand your customer. Okay, let's talk about action steps you can take right now to make this real for you in your business. The first step is go to productiveinsights.com forward slash 200 or this URL over here. As you can see, there's a whole number of bullet points with timestamps in there and there's a transcript of the conversation and you've got a YouTube video there to access as well. The other episode I recommend you check out is episode number 117 where I talk about how to create an empathy map and specifically how you can use this to understand what your customer's thinking, feeling, hearing, saying, and doing. And that really allows you to walk in your customer's shoes and experience the world as they experience it, not as you think they experience it. And this gives you the opportunity to really create content that meets them where they are on their journey. So you can access that at productiveinsights.com forward slash 117. And finally, if you want to really learn about how to create content that meets your audience where they are on their journey, You might also enjoy episode number 75, which you can access by going to productiveinsights.com forward slash 75. And in that episode, I talked to Joe Polizzi, the founder of the Content Marketing Institute. And again, you've got all the timestamps there and the related podcast episodes and books mentioned and so on. So I hope you find that content useful. So I hope you found this conversation useful. 
If you want to get all the show notes of this episode, you can go to ProductiveInsights.com forward slash 209. This is episode 209 of the Productive Insights podcast. And if you're watching this on our YouTube channel, I would appreciate it if you subscribed and left a comment below telling me what you found most useful in this video and maybe share it with somebody else you think would benefit. Thanks very much for listening and watching, and I'll see you in the next episode with Guy Kawasaki. Talk soon.